Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Highway's weekly podcast for June 12th, 2022. I'm Julie Peterson, and I am so glad that you're here. Thanks for joining me. It's super exciting that VBS starts tomorrow. Vacation Bible School has been a beloved highway tradition for 17 years, and in fact, it's our longest-running missions event. God even created a way for us to host it during the pandemic. These many years of offering VBS have provided so many opportunities to lean into our calling to be missionaries in our neighborhoods, in our schools, and among the least of these, as our highway kids invite their classmates and neighbors to join us, and as we host children who are served by our ministry partners. It's a way that we love our neighbors as ourselves. Since last year, as part of entering into a new volume of ministry, Highway has intentionally reflected on and pressed in anew into our calling to love God and to love our neighbors. And in doing so, we've anchored ourselves anew in the person and teachings of Jesus. One of the ways we've done this is by taking a step back in the context of our teaching series to reflect on some of our liturgies, traditions, and practices which point us to Him like Stations of the Cross and Lighting the Candles of Advent, and not just hitting repeat on these things, but pausing and reflecting on ways that God desires to meet us and meet others in and through them. Well, we're in the back half of a two-week break between teaching series, and last week we extended the Waters of Life series theme by reflecting on baptism, which is a spiritual marker stone that reminds us of and represents the redemption and new life we've received in Jesus. It's a pronouncement of our faith in a way that Christ followers obediently follow his example. Baptism anchors us in our faith. And today, we're setting aside our morning to anchor ourselves in the person of God. Today, we're reflecting on our triune God, who exists as three in one, as God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. One of Highway's traditions is to close our services with a benediction. Each and every Sunday, we close out our morning together with a blessing and ascending, invoking our triune God the God who is love. The essence of God's character is love. Love is the primary word that Jesus and his disciples use to describe God. And this is how God describes himself. We see in Exodus 34 that one early morning, Moses made his way atop a high and holy mountain and Then the Lord came down in the cloud and stood there with him and proclaimed his name, the Lord. And he passed in front of Moses, proclaiming, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin. God reveals that he is love. He reveals that he's love by his words, and God reveals that he's love by his actions. He's been doing this from the very beginning. God established and ordered creation by his great love. 
St. Thomas Aquinas, a 13th century priest, philosopher, and theologian, says that without understanding the triune creator, we can't understand creation because only the Trinity allows us to see how creation is a free act of love. He explains, and I quote, When we say that in him there is a procession of love, we show that God produced creatures, not because he needed them, nor because of any other extrinsic reason, but on account of the love of his own goodness. Scripture tells us that Jesus and the Spirit were with God at the outset of creation. Jesus, whom the Gospel author John refers to as the Word, was with God, and Jesus was God in the very beginning. The Spirit of God hovered over the waters in the very beginning and transformed chaos into order. Our triune God ordered and created a place for humanity to dwell and glorify and love Him and to live in wholeness with Him. He did this by His great love. And when humanity broke from that wholeness by seeing and taking what was good in their own eyes, God, by his great love and mercy, unfurled a redemptive plan to restore that wholeness. God loved humanity, whom he made in his image, so much that he sent his son to reconcile his fallen image bearers to himself. And so, Jesus, who was fully God, emptied himself by becoming fully human, and, anointed and led by the Spirit, did the work of his Father to repair what was broken. Our triune God loved us that much. The Apostle Paul writes in Galatians 4, 4 4-7, But when the set time had fully come, God sent his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law, that we might receive adoption to sonship. Because you are his sons, God sent the Spirit of his Son into our hearts, the Spirit who calls out, Abba, Father. So, you are no longer a slave, but God's child. And since you are his child, God has made you also an heir. God, who sent his Son and sent the Spirit of his Son into our hearts, he redeemed and adopted us by his great love. We are God's daughters and sons by his great love. Today, as we reflect on and anchor ourselves in our sent and sending God, we're switching things up a bit. We're going to enter into three movements, each of which will involve a practice. In this first movement, I invite you to reflect on and receive God's love through a practice called praying the scripture. When praying the scripture, we interact with the passage not for comprehension, but for attunement to the Spirit. We listen with the ear of our hearts, attuned to what the Spirit has in store for us in and through God's Word. Before we begin, let's take a moment to center ourselves in God's presence. Let's center ourselves as we are gathered in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. 
I invite you to center yourself by finding a relaxed and comfortable position in your seat. Close your eyes if you like. Feel the weight of your body sinking into your seat. Relax your shoulders and your arms. And relax your legs. And breathe in. And breathe out. Now, let's take a moment to center ourselves in silence. During the first reading of this passage, I invite you to simply listen to the text from Romans chapter 8, starting in verse 35. Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? No. Despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ, who loved us. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus, our Lord. I'll read the text again. This time, as you take in the words, listen for what the Holy Spirit has in store for you in it. Perhaps a word or a phrase or truth that emerges from the passage. And as you do so, may you be filled by and receive God's love for you. Can anything ever separate us from God, Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity, or are persecuted or hungry or destitute, or in danger or threatened with death? No. Despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ, who loved us. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. God, who is love, calls his adopted daughters and sons to image him.
And as the core character trait of God is love, we're called to reflect his divine love. As God's heirs made in his image, we're invited to not only receive God's love, but to extend it. We are called to extend God's love. John says in John chapter 15, verse 12, My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Not only are we to love others, we're to love others in the way that Christ loved us, unconditionally, generously, inclusively, and freely. And as we do this, as we extend God's love, we join in with him and his redemptive plan to restore wholeness to what is broken. In our second movement this morning, we've set aside space to ask God to meet or to equip or to prepare us to image his love and represent him well in our time and in our place. To do so, we're going to create a breath prayer. Breath prayer is an ancient Christian practice that enables us to live into our calling to pray continually through a short prayer or petition. Because they're short, breath prayers can be uttered in the space of one's breath. As you inhale, you pray your name for God. And as you exhale, you pray your yearning. As we prepare to enter into this, this time of creating our own breath prayer, I invite you again to relax and close your eyes and center yourself in silence and God's presence. And now, I invite you to select a name for God that resonates with you. A name that resonates with you in this very moment. It might be Father, or Abba, or Jesus, or Prince of Peace, or Holy Spirit. Whatever it is that rises up for you, select a name for God that rises up for you. And now, I invite you to consider a yearning that you have for him, to work in and or through you in order to share his love with others well. Perhaps you'd like increased awareness of the needs around you. Maybe a phrase like, open my eyes, may resonate. Or maybe you've seen a need, but you're unsure what to do about it. Perhaps the phrase, guide me, may feel fitting. Or perhaps you'd like courage or the desire to step out and to simply be present with someone. Identify a yearning and then distill it into a few simple words. A yearning that rises up by the power of the Holy Spirit. Let's take a minute in silence and identify a yearning.
And now, let's take a moment to say our breath prayer to God, silently. To do so, pair your name for God that you've identified with your yearning. And silently lift your breath prayer to God. So, for example, your breath prayer may be, Abba, guide me. So let's take a moment now and say our breath prayer to God as we breathe in and as we breathe out. Amen. This morning, we've set aside space to reflect on and experience and receive God's love. And we've entered into a time to ask God to help us extend his love. And now, in this, our third movement, this is about remembering God's sacrificial, abundant, and gracious love. To do so, please find some bread or something to eat and some juice or something to drink so that we can take communion together in a moment. Jesus' journey of love extended to the cross. And on the night before he was crucified on the cross, he asked his followers to remember him. In a large upper room, he took simple table elements, the ordinary, and instructed his disciples to remember the extraordinary through them. And, as part of the sacred moment, he introduces a new covenant which throws open the door for all of humanity to experience wholeness with God, to receive and extend his love. The night before Jesus was crucified, he took bread, gave thanks, and broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, This is my body, given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's eat the bread and remember together. And then, In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. Let's drink from the cup and remember together. Let's pray. Almighty God, Thank you for loving us. May we remember and be rooted in our identity as unconditionally beloved in you. Risen Jesus Christ, may we live lives that reflect the kingdom that you inaugurated. Holy Spirit, meet us and move us. We love you, God. Thank you for loving us first. And thank you for loving us forever. Amen.
as we close out our time together today, as we do each Sunday during our in-person gatherings, we're going to end with a benediction. If you're comfortable, please open your hands as a posture of receiving it. May the God who is love send you into the world to be a reflection of his divine love. May the risen Jesus Christ guide your steps with wisdom and fill your words with compassion. And may the Holy Spirit empower you to walk with the one who is making all things new. May his kingdom come. May his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen.